There's no I in team, but there is one in Indeed. And that's the hiring platform that you need to build yours. When you're hiring, you need Indeed. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites searching for candidates with the right skills, Indeed's a powerful hiring platform that can help you do it all. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy because Indeed does the hard work for you. They show you the candidates whose resumes on Indeed fit your description immediately after you post so you can hire faster. Join more than 3 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Start hiring now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash BlueWireSports. Offer good for a limited time. Claim your $75 credit now at Indeed.com slash BlueWireSports. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWireSports. And support the show by saying that you heard it on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWireSports. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. In 2003, Nike signed 13-year-old Freddie Adu to a seven-figure contract. But Freddie didn't live up to the hype. He has turned down every single documentary project looking closely at the details of his career. Until now. People are going to look at everything you did because of the hype surrounding your arrival and what they think you can be. I'm Grant Wall, and this is American Prodigy, Freddie Adu, from Blue Wire Podcasts. Long. Oh, Ooh. Ooh. yeah, what up? Getting in the Christmas spirit, yeah. that extra long ho. <laughs> ho, ho, ho. <laughs> you know it. Um, welcome, everybody, once again to Oh, a Sopranos podcast. As always, I'm Joe Spellman, and this is David Fiedernick. And this is Paul Gullius. What's what's going on with Dave? What's going on? I don't know. I don't know, I don't know what was going on with him. I don't know. <laughs> I was gonna say something like was he was kind he... of silly, and then I just decided to just do a just do a tough guy. Did you get the weird like um, audio notification from Zoom? Like uh, I just got because I no. had to update Zoom. As oh well. yeah, no, no, I did not. But yeah, made me you got uh, a update Zoom. I got a notification. It was like, do you want this to be professional audio? As I was like saying oh i'm like oh cool thanks we detected oh. a strange voice <laughs> also every, every, everyone knows talking... everyone knows joe doesn't care about how professional the audio is so nice try <laughs> not zoom. at all nice try zoom no one's on a, on a tin can on a rope yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 old school. plugged into his laptop old school i'd record this like in in a midi file if i if i <laughs> had my option have my options. It's, a, it's weird. Uh, I, I didn't hear Joe talking. It was just a, a bunch of keyboard noises. We're talking season three, episode 10. Deliver us from all of Satan. Alice has done his homework. The fuck? We're Why can I never remember? And we, and we still are rethinking having Spellman do the intros here. <laughs> This to is, save us all from Satan's power. There we, there go. we go. I can there never go. remember the, and I just watched. It's it. a mouthful. I can never remember. You literally, you just know, they don't. They it. don't say the titles. You know, like it's easier when they say nice it if they titles, did. You know, 
It's from a it's from a poem, right? Dickens or was it? I don't know, dude. You're I the one who reads mean... books, bro. <laughs> Fuck you guys. Fucking I don't guy. know. I don't know. Yeah, they're the, they're like lyrics from like a Christmas poem or something. Oh, whatever you um, say. Um, All right, I'm the you're the mo- you're the you're the you're the Roman Catholic. True, this is true. <clears throat> uh, I don't know what that has to do with poetry. That's uh, is that the book that oh, G- from, uh, is that the book that Gigi was reading when he uh, dies on the crapper? Or was- oh no, that was <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's getting ready for Christmas. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> reading his favorite Dickens. <laughs> Uh, if you guys couldn't tell, this w- this is the famous uh, Christmas episode of The Sopranos. I'm sure you guys remember it, but uh, it's written by Robin Green and Mitchell Burgess, directed by Jack Bender, and originally aired April 29th, 2001, mm. Uh, mm. before 9/11, mm. as we like. Ah. Uh, but yeah, but yeah, this is this uh, this is the episode where Tony the boys we we see some flashbacks and we get uh, we get some big puss for the first time this season if you don't count the mirror in uh, Prashai Lavushka. Right. Uh, Tony and Furio take a ride with a Russian uh, who hurt Janice's wrist, and Tony deals with a stress. You're the designated driver. <laughs> How do you feel Gandolfini did? Acting drunk there, I feel like not that was a, the worst acting. Not, yeah, not as good as Puss does when he in the flashback. Puss is fucking phenomenal. Oh, oh uh, yeah, he he uh, he he killed it in all the scenes that he had. You can back. tell he, he must have been so jazzed. Mu- totally. Yeah, he must have been so happy to be back. Yeah, um, but we'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah. I gotta say, uh, but be- before we start, like uh, for obvious reasons, I have not been in the Christmas spirit as much as I normally would uh, this time of year, and uh, this episode kind of got me into it. It kind of got me feeling. Uh, oh, that's good. Oh, I mean, as much as you could in fucking twenty twenty. Uh, yeah. No. Happened. Same. It. It. You know. It. 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 Uh, hits. It checks all the boxes that Sopranos episodes usually do. In that, you know, it is comforting to us, and that it's a little bit familiar. The people, the places, the, the, uh, the East Coast uh the food yeah that kind of thing but then also you know it's just it's just uh passing out while uh, you're chopping vegetables with a huge knife you know we always do that oh yeah we're always falling asleep yeah. while we're cutting things all the time um but yeah it's 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 nice to it's nice that our holiday episodes sort of coincide with uh Actual, actual holidays. Holiday anyway, yeah. we did yeah, not well, plan that. No, we did. <laughs> we planned it. We <laughs> planned to start. We planned to start this podcast in September 19, 2019. Yep. And then end on. <laughs> and <laughs> give we'll us the dates. Almost spells. be wrapping up the uh, the uh, season three at the end of twenty twenty. <laughs> that's right. That's why we took off four months earlier <laughs> yeah. this year. Right. That's right. That's why we yeah. didn't record in September or uh, most of August or uh, you know I, you know I mean look yeah we you got to savor the fine things in life. I mean come on savor it savor <laughs> it. Uh, let's let's savor this up, guys. Let's let's start from the let's top. We open up. With Tony walking on the boardwalk in Asbury Park, uh, and he's looking out at the waves, at the ocean, um, and you know, we know he must be thinking of how he left his best friend's body to uh, to sink and and uh, decay at the bottom of the fucking ocean. Yeah, um, and we're right because we immediately flash back to 1995, which we know because OJ. <laughs> OJ. OJ. Oh yeah, they blast that OJ Simpson trial. I'm saturated uh, with I'm saturated it. with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's such a good line. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's 
perfectly how everybody felt. These fucking, I mean, I fucking was, goombas Jack, all sitting around fucking smoking, just watching the trial. Watching Jackie the coverage. Jackie like, you see this Furman guy? I mean, he's racist. <laughs> I mean, of course he's hey, racist. Hey, we all agree we like this Furman guy, right? <laughs> yeah. This guy's great. Uh Tony has has some more hair, which also tips yeah, us yeah. off that we're, we're great right. hair. Oh man, it, I, are the, like they they never the only solution the only attempt they 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 make is just like put more hair on him. But I guess like what else could you do? You're not like back then in 2001 when this episode was made. You're not gonna like de-age him with like CGI and shit. We saw the results no. of CGI in the, <laughs> earlier this season, so. <laughs> That wasn't CGI. That was that was actually hope it was CGI. That was like that was like a CGI that like was the cheap version of CGI. Yeah, it's like part <laughs> practical, part like they're like we can only do the face. Right. Yeah. HBO was like that's enough for you, David. Chase. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we're back in '95, uh, which in 2001 when it's aired felt like fucking forever ago. Right. It's fucking years. It's nothing. Right. Um, but uh, so Jackie April's boss. He's got some beef with Junior. Do you guys did you guys pick up what the beef was? Is it, I mean, it's not important, but um, they uh, jacked one of his trucks. Yeah, some... yeah he's so which I thought was kind of like ironic because early uh, series episode focused on um, Junior's trucks, Christopher, yeah, yeah. Uh, Jack and Junior's trucks. Right. Now we, we see that long before Christopher ever did it. Junior yeah. was doing just it just Jack. another sign about sure. how how hypocritical everybody fucking is at all times like <laughs> well yeah and they uh, so so ahead, what's the us. power what's the power structure though at this point jackie's, like, I mean, jackie's boss like, yeah so jackie's, isn't junior isn't junior under his thumb like isn't junior like a capo i guess so i think i i got somebody said something about um that's yeah because junior that's junior's crew that eventually becomes Gigi's right. crew and ralphie's crew and and on Correct. and on so Correct. why does he, so wouldn't he know that it's one of his trucks? I think so. I think maybe Jackie Junior just sort of. I think he's acting boss for Old Man DeMeo, who they mentioned oh, like right. in passing a few times. Right. In the series. Okay. He's like yeah. in the can or whatever. They they brought it up in like the early first season when they probably no, even mapped yeah. out like what the hell all the history of of this crime family was and and whatnot. But I think I think Jackie April is acting boss, and Junior might have been having a similar like beef with Jackie senior as, as he yes, eventually does with Tony. Right. Right. Gotcha. Um, okay. That makes sense. That that works for me. Um, and, and, you know, they're, they're warning puss not to, not to push heroin. It's too risky, which we know ultimately fucks him and gets him, you know, on the feds payroll. Um, we get a little, uh, a little, uh, you know, foreshadowing of puss telling Jackie, uh, you know, make sure uh, Jackie Jr. goes to a state school, you know, because we, oh, we yeah. later find out in the episode that he's fucking flunked out of. Well, well he tells Tony he's <laughs> flunked out of Rutgers. Right. Yeah. 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 There's a lot of like little things that are planting here. I mean, like even Jackie smoking cigarettes, like, yep, yep, yep. like he ultimately dies of lung cancer. They, they, they plant these like these little things. But also, like, I didn't realize this, um, but I read it in the Soprano sessions like this, like we don't understand when Funhouse aired uh, the season two finale in which Tony has all the dreams and that ultimately lead to him realizing that puss is the rat. A lot of that takes place on the boardwalk and there's no explanation why he's dreaming about the boardwalk and why that, why he associates that with big puss. True. Uh, but this sort of like explains that mm-hmm. like, this is where, this is like the moment where Tony uh, pinpoints as perhaps the start of, of, 
pussy's betrayal, right? Right. And so I never sort of made that connection, but I thought it was interesting. Yeah. Um, Maybe, yeah. I mean, they probably didn't know that when they wrote Funhouse, but it's an interesting yeah, 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 sort yeah. of like justify it like post Funhouse. Yeah. Um, yeah. We should have known right there. Should have known right yeah. there. I mean, Pauly, how do you guys feel about Pauly's uh, whole whole sentiments toward the thing? I mean, I mean, <laughs> not that, me, never. <laughs> not me. I'd never. kill him again if I could. The world don't run on like, love. I like that sort of he's just so absolute about it. Like he doesn't fucking think about it at all. Yeah. But Tony does, and even Syl does. I guess they were like, you know, the same age. Like they, it was, a, they were. Puss was like their friend, right? Oh yeah, yeah. And, you know, and, Ra- uh, and Ralph. Paulie's a little older. Yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah and Ralph. Um, so uh, I don't know. I guess that's why they sort of are a little more shook by it. And I like that Paulie's just like, nope, don't care. But also, Paul. Like, um, yeah, but Pauly, I think I don't think he, he actually doesn't care. I think yeah, he yeah, does. Yeah. I think that's Paulie defense mechanism. I think he does. Yeah, I think yeah. I think. Uh, well, I, I mean, I think it's all it's all a facade to to put up the tough guy. Like he, of course, he like. I don't know. I just I maybe, just think he's, maybe. He, that's that. It's more like Paulie to because we actually he has a dream about Puss uh, years later in in uh, season six B. Remember when actually right. when he comes back after Tony almost kills him on the boat, right? Uh, uh, Puss is like cooking in his kitchen, and uh, and Paulie's like, "Tell me when when it's my time. Will I will I stand up or something like yeah, that?" Yeah, yeah. yeah, like yeah he yeah, he yeah. obviously still has pussy on the brain, but we all do, we don't, all we? do don't we? Yeah, um, I I, yep. I mean, look, I, it it works for Paulie. Look, he survives. Like and. And he, like, like you said, he has years on the rest of them. So he's even more. It's a generational yeah, future. Yeah, yeah, And I think he's, he's even more like, you know, uh, like hardened at this point in his life than the, than they are. I mean, just being. Well, it's also that the the crime family is his only family besides his mother, right, basically. Right. So he, so that betrayal probably hits him a little harder. It's all he's got. Yep. And and. He's got to live by those codes, and if people betray him, then you know he's that. That's got to sting a little, yeah. maybe a little more than than Tony or Sill, right? Uh, but uh, but yeah. So then, so we have Tony waking up the next day. Oh wait, before before he looks at his before we go, I just I I love uh, that line that Puss has in that flashback where he says, um, I, "I've always wanted a house by the ocean, maybe another life." Oh yeah, I, I it's it's a. It's it's good writing. It's a nice line. It's good writing. Uh, the the irony is is palpable. Yeah, he, and also he's spending. You like I mean, this whole episode, you just I you can feel the actor just kind of um, embracing that you know that you know being back and reflecting on his character being gone almost. You know, well he he gets to run the full gamut of like all the best things about about puss like he gets to be warm and funny and charming and he also gets to be like scary violent belligerent you know yep. so it, it was really a great episode for him totally. yeah um but anyway so yeah so tony wakes up the next day he's looking at his to-do list uh immediately almost has a panic attack yep um but carmel is hounding him i guess about you know Janice wants to cook Christmas dinner. She's making a goose. Her fucking disgusting and fucking the house. <laughs> it's like he uh, he had that panic attack in anticipation of her say, like about to yeah, say yeah. something. Well, what's the, totally. what, what 
there's another uh, holiday episode where he's he's having a session in Melfi's, and Melfi says, "Oh, this time of year, why do we put ourselves through this?" You know, like, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's true. I thought like, it was this episode. Was it this episode that she says? I that? think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why oh, she's really? like, I call I call it stress miss. Oh, stress. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I missed it in this yeah. episode. I thought it was like a different. So did I uh, actually? Because well, immediately I was, after like, that, I was like waiting for it, and then for some reason I missed it. Yeah, no, because immediately after the scene with Tony and Carmen in the bedroom, we see Tony in therapy, and he's like, ah, "I thought I had these panic attacks, fucking beat." You know, yeah, he says uh, right. he's talking about Ginger how he, how he sort of regressed a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Number one, he's not taking his meds every day. Right. But when Melfi asks him what prompted it, he's like, "Hey, this." He shows her his list. There's literally four things on the list. One is crossed out already. Right. The other one is picking up a scooter for his child. Right. Fucking panic attack. One is uh, but, uh, just going to a guy's like fucking the Russian <laughs> to tell him like transfer my fucking money. thousands and thousands of fucking dollars. He writes transfer cannolis, yeah. which is which is really gonna fool some federal agents if that's ever uh, yeah. used as evidence. Agent Harris will never know what that means. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember always uh, transferring him. some cannolis at my grandmother's house around around the holidays. But uh, but yeah. So I have a Christmas list right now, and it's uh stressing me out. Sure. <laughs> Are there more than four things on it? I do, and I'm like, these aren't even good gifts. These suck. <laughs> well, that's what's stressful—like <laughs> being a bad gift giver. Looking on Amazon for weights, and they're like, you know. These fucking suck. These weights. I'm like, well, I can't go anywhere to buy anything anyway. Joe just, Joe just has a list. It says buy weights, eat cannolis, and he's like, fuck, <laughs> yeah. fuck. right? Eat trade. Right. Eat trade. Cannolis crossed out for some reason. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, <sighs> maybe next year. I I'll wish. Get the I boat. wish that would be a lot more. That would be a lot more fun than the current list. Oh yeah. Uh, go every, on a boat. every year I, I cross out the boat because it's just um, it's not gonna happen it's just not gonna happen <laughs> not gonna it's just too cold it's too cold right now um but yeah so so tony starts going into like you know i started thinking about this thing that happened years ago i can't go into specifics which we've heard him say a million times before with melfi you know if, but then then he's like he goes further a friend of mine yeah I, yeah i found out he was working for the federal government um he basically confesses to murder He's basically telling Melfi he murdered his friend here, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Is it? And that's like kind of the first time he's sort of admitting to. She definitely gets it. Like her her reaction is like she's so fucking uncomfortable. Yeah, she's scared. Yeah. Did I ruin Um, your Christmas? Yeah. (laughs) But it seems like that they they could have played that as a bigger moment where he sort of like confesses to the the ultimate violent crime of murdering somebody, Mm -hmm. but. They they sort of don't really spend a lot of time in Melfi. It makes me wonder if there were perhaps some deleted scenes or something. Yeah, maybe. I just love how that scene goes out. He's just not ruining your Christmas. Yeah, mm. yeah. But uh, and then we cut to Janice and Aaron Arkaway trying to write some tight <laughs> yeah. Christmas tunes. Huge ass jug of Carlo Rossi by the keyboard. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, they're having a good time. Two that's empty, that's two that's empty what. Beers too. Yeah, empty beer Wait, bottles. Let's fill the beers first. Also, like start on the that's all her because he said he doesn't drink in that other episode. <laughs> oh, so, like, that's right. Yeah, she, <laughs> she's just slamming fucking booze and like he's like he's, he's like sipping a diet coke. Great mother jumping lyric, Jan. You know, she's got that wrist problem. She needs to like drink the pain away. That's right. Oh, yeah. That's right. Oh, yeah. Um, so great mother jumping lyric. 
<laughs> do you think um he falls asleep on purpose sometimes uh, I, I mean know. it's convenient he falls asleep right as her mobster brothers showing up true yeah uh, i love may, it could it could be triggered by like anxiety or something but right yeah i don't know i don't know much about narcolepsy but like i i i just always find it i don't know if they do it again at a certain <laughs> other time but it, i always thought oh i wonder if he's that they're trying to say he falls asleep on purpose like it's like it's a convenient out yeah yeah i love the, um, the sh- anyway I, I always love the the uh the shot and then reverse shot of of him playing the keyboard and with the uh pencil in his mouth and he like smiles <laughs> yeah, he smiles yeah. at tony oh, yeah. and tony's like gives him a look like yeah, what the this fucking, fucking guy, guy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah what the fuck what am i doing goes, uh it's it. funny because i'm playing the I... fucking keyboard <laughs> <laughs> yeah i would be so mad at, to have to see that guy all the time uh, janice is annoying enough now you have a narcoleptic uh jesus freak uh, Jesus freak, but, but she says they don't even um, sleep together anymore. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm surprised that... they ever did. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm like anymore. <laughs> <laughs> that implies you had in the past. He, uh, yeah, he, after the he, one, he makes wow. her uh, hold the Bible uh, to his head while, he, while she fucks him from behind. <laughs> <laughs> um, interesting theory. I was reading on Sopranos Autopsy, which is. <clears throat> which we refer to from time to time, great breakdown episode by episode of like themes of the show and things you, you might've not caught. But the guy who writes that wrote that uh, his theory is that uh, potentially Chase is using Aaron to represent the impotence of Christianity in the face of evil in that he's always just sort of like, I mean, he must know what Tony's up to and he's literally just like going limp and passing out like in the face of, in the face of evil. Sure. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. That was the. Uh, all right. That was Aaron talk. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I get. I mean, yeah. I mean, no. I'll, I, I'll, I think. I think I there's know. something legitimate there in that. Sure. I think there is a, a sort of critique of Catholicism or Christianity yeah. in this season. Basically, I mean, we just saw, you know, Doctor Krakauer, the guy who who Carmelo went to visit, the therapist just sort of dismiss Carmelo's Catholicism completely in a wave of a hand, you know, like, like, Oh, my priest says I wow. should work with Tony. He's like, Oh, how's that going? Yeah. You know, like, well, that's cause he's a fucking Jew. <laughs> that's true. Well, um, that's true. It is. It is just something for Jan, like another thing for Janice to get like consumed with, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 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 When, when she has a life crisis, she hops from identity to identity. Yeah. Ultimately she wants to be Bacalao's wife and that becomes her identity, you know? Right. It's, right. Um, anyway, so then we get to, uh, over at Satriali's, we have Chris, Silvio and Hesh unpacking some old Christmas direct decorations. And that's when they pull out the old Santa suit. Yeah. What I love about this scene is, uh, we get Ray Curdo's appearance coming in and he's like, ah, that two faced fuck (laughs) rat out your friends, save your own ass. It's despicable. And we just know he's, he's a rat. Yep. Uh, which is great. Yep. Um, but then the problem arises, they need a new Santa. Who's going to be the new Santa guy? Um, Tony, right? It was <laughs> Tony. Wait, wasn't it Tony in the episode? It's definitely it's Tony. Tony. He goes, uh, 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 banging my gumars is a curse. 
He would have paid. He would have made a great Santa. I mean, that's what I think. He, so that's why the guys push him. I think. I, I guess it's just because like he's the boss. He's like, I, I'll lose respect if. Uh, and also, part of it is that he associates it with Puss too. I think he's like, I don't want to fucking do that shit. That he doesn't want to put on literally the suit that <laughs> yeah Pussy wore. Right. Yeah. Uh, we also get a little history with that. We learned that uh, the tradition was started after Mr. Santriani put a <laughs> bullet in his head. When, John, when Johnny Boy busted out the, the pork store yeah, it in the like, neighborhood. It was pretty like, sad back then. It's like, oh, you think? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we all yeah, we no, all remember uh, when Jersey Mike fucking put a bullet in his head. <laughs> <laughs> Jersey Mike's no, was not the They're same. giving out cheap-ass fucking toys around Christmas time. right. right. Yeah, it really, it really, it really turned everything around. Really, uh, everybody forgot about the <laughs> yeah. fact that my dad killed, <laughs> literally yeah. killed him, pretty much. You can yeah, see, I'm uh, sure, Satriali's family. Uh, they all forgot yeah, about. Everyone was cool. Uh, you can, you can see Johnny Boy though, like being Santa. Like he's so care, he's so charismatic. I mean, he absolutely. Like, he probably was such a great Santa. Oh yeah, I I um, I assume they're inferring that Johnny Boy played Santa. If it was his idea, I think, I think he was. Think yeah, because so, Hesh yeah. is like, oh, it would be appropriate. Your father's the one who started the tradition right. after he made that man kill himself. <laughs> uh, you know what? I think I know what we're going to do for the community. Let me play Santa and everybody will forget that he put a bullet in his head. My kids That's what love I just... their presence. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I love about this episode, because it's, it's really like for it's like for the christmas special hating fan like there's all there's like a lot of laughs there's there's some genuine sentiment in the episode uh but just underneath everything you are reminded of how dark and fucking horrific like the the lives of these people and their their the people who came before them are at all times you know yeah yeah Uh, but then uh we get to it's weird guys sings uh sing Sills in the Bing, and he gets really pissed about some missing Jarlsberg cheese. Always pissed uh, about cheese. Was, this is like a, in yeah, his in his subconscious. He's like always mad about cheese. It's, it's a trigger. Yeah. Uh, there was a there was a huge wheel of Jarlsberg where we washed the drinks. How many how many takes <laughs> do you think that took with the fucking dancers at at the Bing? How many takes? Oh my god! There's one shot where like the they're the clearly not actors. Head, like, like did you see? Like they open the scene with her going her like dancing, yeah, face yeah. first straight down the pole. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's insane. Mm-hmm. That was impressive. The acting, not so much. Well, that was uh, part of his dream, though. You know, right. Sills always dreamed about that. Oh, no yeah. doubt. No doubt. Uh, turns out one of the other strippers had some French brie missing from her purse. Sill goes in the back, <laughs> finds pussy bleeding from the head in a giant rat trap. Which always, because I always forget it, and it always fucking startles. Yes, I know. I, uh, when I, he's talking yeah, about the Ellsberg, I, I always think that it's happening, actually happening. Yeah, that same. Yeah. Once she says Brie, I was like, "Oh, this is a fucking dream." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Duh. <laughs> Everybody's just carrying cheese in their in their in their purses. Uh, Man, I wish that was a real saying. That it was like cheese detective. <laughs> Stop worrying about fucking cheese. Jesus Christ, um, so. Who cares? Who cares? Someone's stealing the cheese. It's weird because it's like a bunch of quick cuts, right? Like, we don't stay on it long. It's like yep. pussy with his neck snapped in a rat trap, cut to Sill waking up, having like an asthma attack, cut to him at Tony's door with a bottle of Glenfiddich because yep. he just needs to fucking talk. Yep. Um, 
And then, of course, they go down in the basement and they start talking about, you know, when did when did pussy flip? Right. Uh, and they think it was it was when he was possibly down in Boca. Tony's all by the way, to Tony, Tony's all pissed off because dark down there. He's like, oh, metal. We had a lamp down here. A metal took it back to college with a. <laughs> yes. I yeah, him, you'd be getting you'd be bugged right now, motherfucker. If it wasn't for he would be <laughs> fucked. He'd be so because they're outwardly talking about murdering pussy in this yep. scene. So I mean. Nice that, that sort of stuff r- reminds me of of like how the Ojibwe saying like you know sometimes I go about in pity for myself but all the while a great wind carries me across the sky like yep. Tony's got so much fucking luck oh yeah like he has no idea he doesn't even know but uh but again we we head into uh another flashback where Junior's mad that pussy's not there um for the for like the sit down or whatever you see um, him, and like him, a, him and Gigi and that and that uh, that fucking old guy and his crew. Like, what the oh, fuck? Is, yeah, what the fuck is that guy always like? What is that guy gonna do? <laughs> <laughs> that fucking guy there. <laughs> the oldest man is like, yeah, I, I better come from muscle. Boy. Yeah, he's he's there to make Junior look young. <laughs> right, so, right, 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 right. Was um was Pussy in Junior's crew? Um, no, no, I don't. I think he was in Tony's crew, right? Because Tony was was capo at this point. He must right? have. But okay. for whatever reason, he set the sit down um, up. He's he set it up. Yeah, Junior's like he brokered the fucking thing. Right, right. Um, but he's a no show. Uh, and then he sort of gets left off the hook pretty easily um, by Jackie Senior yep. when when he does show up. He said something about his guma, like her mom had a stroke or something. Yep. Yeah, he's pretty lenient. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, maybe he shows it. You know, he's a really you know he he offers him money. I mean, you know, he was he was he's always a really a really nice guy. Yeah, he seemed like maybe a nice that's, guy. Yeah. Maybe maybe he was too nice, and that's why uh, Jackie Junior is who he is. You know, he needed he needed more some more tough love. <laughs> yeah, Tony smacking around. Hey, this, Tony hey, gives this, him, yeah. this kid. Uh, he, uh, tell me, uh, what are we saying on the way over here? What's the capital of Canada? <laughs> Wow, a genius! <laughs> oh, Dad, brilliant! Come on, <laughs> that was uh, like, that was played by like, Jason Serbone's younger brother. I, I, fi- I figured it had to be because uh, he looks just like him. So, uh, yeah, nicely done. Yeah, that that was not CGI de aging. <laughs> and every that's true. Now they would knows. do CGI. When you say spells, nothing. <laughs> okay, <laughs> now make it, the CGI. Bit. Make it, I was gonna say the capital. <laughs> The capital of Canada is Prince Edward Island, <laughs> which it's the not. muscles. No. This guy loves muscles. He loves his muscles. <laughs> I do. Um, I love we're, him. Goyes, were you going to talk about the weird wipe from the? As I was going to say, the weird transition, dude. What the even a wipe? It was, was like yeah, it was like so. It was like woo! like this, the like the image like flipped and reversed. Oh like, it was yeah, like, what it, the fuck it was, was like was an that? effect you'd use on like iMovie now or something. It was like so stupid. <laughs> yeah, I, I wonder if that was some sort of like, I don't know, because Homage? if you notice, there's other moments in this episode where, where, because the Sopranos never has like transition music or, or anything like that. But there's like, I mean, I know it's a Christmas episode, but there were scenes that like started and ended with like the little jingle bells playing. And it's not, it's not playing on like a radio or anywhere. It's just like, yeah, like the, the, when, the, when, the Alvin and the Chipmunks uh, song. Right. Well, yeah. Well, the Alvin and the Chipmunks song is playing. Well, I guess but, that's but I'm playing about, there. Like, there's, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's playing. I'm talking about they actually play like when he's pulling up to Slava's. Like, there's like you hear like jingle bells like as his as his. Oh yeah. Uh, oh, and and when okay. uh, and when the the 
cab driver drives away too, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Well, you so can make like it a couple a, you, times. But you can make it uh, like, like that was playing on the radio. That's or you true. can say like, or you can say it was also like music that was playing outside that venue. You could say that, yeah. But that's kind of, I guess, it, where uh, what I took of it really yeah. but it is sort of strange still i think well i was gonna say with that weird transition i'm like maybe they're maybe maybe it's some sort of weird like homage to like tv christmas specials or something these cheesy sort of yeah. like play the jingle bells out of the scene I don't know. do a weird wipe and but i don't know i don't think so i think mm-hmm. it, i think it's just trying to i mean a lot of times you know christmas music is is everywhere you go yeah, especially especially new jersey like i mean around that time like yeah you know it's everywhere yeah for sure 2020 has already reshaped how we work and it's almost over businesses across the globe are challenged to be their most efficient which means every hire is critical indeed is here to help indeed is the number one job site in the world with more total visits than any other job site according to comscore indeed helps you find quality candidates quickly so you can focus on hiring the person you need to keep your business going unlike other sites indeed gives you full control and payment flexibility over your hiring you only pay for what you need you can pause your account at any time and there are no long-term contracts and now indeed's new way of matching you with candidates instantly delivers a short list of quality candidates whose resumes on indeed match your job criteria that you can contact the moment you sponsor a job making indeed the only job site that can move as fast as you do oh 73 percent of online job seekers in the u.s visiting indeed each month according to comscore total visits so it's clear indeed can help you Get the quality hire that you need. That's why more than 3 million businesses worldwide use Indeed for hiring. Now, right now, Indeed is offering our listeners a free $75 credit to boost your job post, which means more quality candidates will see it fast. Try Indeed out with a free $75 credit at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. This is the best offer available anywhere. Go right now to Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Offer valid through December 31st. Terms and conditions apply. We get a, a little, we get a, a brief little touch in with uh, Artie and Charmaine at Vesuvio's. Uh, we got, uh, <laughs> first of all, Tony talking about how um, Gloria paid for her own vacation to Morocco. Yeah. Who is she? <laughs> Bada Bank Crosby? <laughs> <laughs> Really, really impressing the hell out of uh, Sil and Polly. They're gumas, not, not exactly uh, world travelers. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah. what? She's not some dumb coos with that relies on <laughs> my fucking Christmas bonus to be right. happy. Right. <laughs> uh, Manny looking good though. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh damn. Damn. Uh, and the guys are sort of like drooling over her. She's got a new look. Yep. Uh, and I love, I love when when she fucks with them and says, uh, "I think, I think the guys at that table over there, are FBI." Why is that funny? A... <laughs> <laughs> She's the only like really. There's so few characters that can just straight up fuck with uh, with these guys, yeah, and get away with it, and then even just tell them to their face, like which we see later in the episode. Um, yeah. And then I love uh, we get Artie and Charmaine a little fight in the back. She's like, oh, "Well, something's got to bring in customers, and it's not your mushata raviolis lately." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, and then he does, which, and you, you smile in the face, like fucking. <laughs> <laughs> but John Ventimiglia doing some great, he, great, really classic over yeah. over um, over uh, facial uh, expressions yeah. from uh, John Ventimiglia. Well, one of the few actors that can get away with hamming it up like that. Oh yeah. Hey, if he's gonna have like two lines in the episode, he's gonna he's gonna play it That's up. Right, he's gonna so. chew the scenery. That's right. Yeah. Um. So from there we go. Uh, so Tony gets a call. He gets the name of the Russian um, that uh, that beat up Janice a few episodes back when she had stolen the leg of uh, Svetlana. Mm-hmm. Um, Tony, and we cut to Tony and Furio in Santa hats, uh, <laughs> pretending to be drunk, getting in this cab yeah. with this fucking poor Russian guy. Come on, I mean, come on, we let's go. Said this earlier, but like, <laughs> I, this is this is a scene I would love to see. Love to have seen play out. I know. I I do. Right. I I do wonder if uh, if if they did and then they cut it. They might have. I I wonder how they got him under the Santa sleigh in like the department store window. But that's part of the joke, right? Sure, right. Right. sure, sure. So I feel like that's. I feel like they probably didn't show us like yeah. getting there because yeah. how the fuck the window wasn't smashed. Right. They fucking right. like let themselves in or something. Um <laughs> it's like, oh every bone uh, in uh, his body is broken and he has damage from gla- from the glass. <laughs> right. <laughs> also it seems like Tony Tony like he wouldn't have known that Janice would see like the news story where, where they're actually filming the guy with the with the animatronic sleigh like lowering over his <laughs> fucking broken neck as he's laying there. Right. Um so it almost seems like like Tony was out to just like get revenge because he knew it was the right thing to do and he wasn't even doing it. Like he was he was giving a gift to Janice, but he he wasn't planning on her like praise or approval, right? We never really actually get a scene where she face to face thanks him for that. I mean, I I would think that one he feels like it was a slight to him that they fucked with her. Yeah. And and right, two, face saving. Thing. He's so fucking tired of her complaining about the fucking wrist that like, mm-hmm. if she complains about it again, he can be like, "I took care of it. I fuck. I fucked the guy up. Okay, right. The guy is fucked right. up. Okay, I fucked both of his hey, wrists. So up. you shouldn't have any pain anymore. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I relieve you of your uh, pain. Then we go to uh, well, Tony comes home. Carm's reading in bed, and then <laughs> I love the line. Uh, um, Charmaine's looking good. Oh, what? She she's getting a divorce. You think she looked like a a crawl? Yeah, a crawl. <laughs> <laughs> a crone, a troll. A troll. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fucking making it worse. Um, also, you can tell he's like but, he he's like on his toes because like he obviously was like, oh, she is looking good. Well, this sort of is what plants the seed in in Carm's mind because she later calls him out for it, right? Like, like oh like what am I an idiot like all of a sudden you're you're talking about how good Charmaine looks, and Tony Tony's like I didn't do anything. She's like oh I know about you guys in high school. He's like okay high school okay high school yeah right. yeah, uh, but she's completely she's right. He's he's cheating on her, uh, just not with the she just doesn't have the right the right woman right. Um, but anyway, going to Satrialis, we we get the guys in the back getting some classic Santa talk. Uh, it, He's running a sweatshop up there. Um, talking about the Grinch. Um, Talk about like uh, yeah. but the, the original uh, Santa's elves, like just like beat the shit out of bad kids. Yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. Gave the bad kids a beating. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the mob yeah. way. Probably, Santa's probably good. Paulie never had the kids. shit out of. Probably good. Paulie never. Had kids. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Let's end that line there. Um, 
but uh this, this is when bobby shows up uh looking fucking humongous yeah uh they really padded up his belly for this because they wanted <laughs> they wanted uh uh the santa look to to be more evident and and but, and they uh, have to emphasize that he they're having a hard time f- even fitting him into the santa outfit like he can't even get into it <laughs> right. like a, a right, thing right. a thing that fucking puss barely fit into he yeah. can't get into it like you are yeah. fat you are a big boy boy are you fat <laughs> boy are you fat but he so so Bacala originally protests that he's you know he's shy. he's shy yeah which is true shyness is a curse <laughs> I mean I so I shy say, you can't play Santa Claus come on man I, yeah I know I mean it's like how how nervous are you in front of five year old children <laughs> yeah right um, but, but hey hey shyness is a curse mm. guys That's I mean I love I I I mean I, I love that line it's he's I mean, he's so earnest he's so fucking oh, he's earnest. so earnest. I mean, you believe him there, but I, do you guys feel like we like if that's true about Bacala's character that he is, he is like chronically like shy? Uh, do you think we see him sort of like uh, I don't know cure that over the course of the series? Because because sure. by the end of the series, yeah. he yeah. feels like a different character than he does in this season. I, I, right? I think but sure, that happens after his dad mm. is gone, and I think he always was kind of in his dad's shadow, who was like beloved, mm. charismatic, and fucking kill the million fucking people so i think him actually i think it's 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 good character development that he starts out sort of like a little more on the shy side and once his father is dead like he sort of starts to become more yeah you know outspoken. That's true. and, 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 and tony the- like gives him more responsibility and yes know. well like There's that and then actually most of his the- life <laughs> up until this point is junior being like fuck you you fat fuck you went to <laughs> how many burgers you yeah eat? How, yeah how many white castle you eat you fat fuck like I'd, I'd probably be shy too like that was my whole yeah. life was like taking care right. of this guy who's like just like some fucking shits on me all day and all the guys are always just like yeah you fat piece of fat. this guy fucking sucks stop fuck leaning you. on my car Every before day. you tip it over you fat fuck <laughs> It's confidence he does yeah and then at the top of season four you know he tragically loses his wife in a car accident right. and that's when he starts to lose lose weight as well they they, True. they made um steven sharippa not um, actually wear the fat suit anymore so I, I will say um i was editing a podcast this week and sharippa was the guest on it and he mm. was asked obviously he was asked a shit ton of sopranos questions but one of them was what was his favorite um episode to shoot and he said um soprano soprano home movies he told a great story about soprano home movies that uh when they were supposed to have the fight they were shooting it up you know uh up in like hudson valley or uh, upstate new york Mm. and Mm. gandolfini just had knee surgery and he couldn't do the fight so yeah so months later they built the cabin at silver cup it caught, I get, he said oh. it cost them like $250,000 to recreate the cabin and they did the oh, fight wow. scene over a day and a half. Wow. Oh my God. <laughs> I mean, it's a successful show and you're a successful actor that you can be like, I just yeah. had knee surgery. I can't do that shit right now. And they pay that yeah. much money to fucking and spend a day and a half to fucking <laughs> shoot something that they, you know, most people would have had to wow. shoot. Wow. But his uh, but his other favorite 
um, episode to shoot was was this was this episode. Oh, that's great. Yeah. That's great. Oh, cool. I love that. We should just listen to um, uh, Talking Talk Sopranos Spanos. and just tell all their stories on our podcast. <laughs> we should. We should. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there, it's funny because um, like all, all of our like stalling and stuff, we're basically kind of on the same trajectory as them. They're like an episode ahead know, of us fun. now. Like they just did Pine Barrens. Yeah, oh, they're going to lap us. They're going to lap um, us. They're going to lap us. They're going to do it again and they're going to lap us. Yeah. So then uh, this next scene... I'm waiting for you guys to say it. I don't know if I want to say it. Carmela's enjoying the tree mm-hmm. by herself. Meadow shows up. Pew, what pew, happens, pew, guys? pew, yep. pew, 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 pew. You think I didn't make a note of a Hunter Scangarella watch, baby? Hunter went into the city with Hadley. Is that her, is her boyfriend's name Hadley or is that her brother? Are they like both named H was or was it a friend? Perhaps a, a friend named Hadley or Hunter hey, and Hadley. Perhaps, perhaps Hadley is her girlfriend. We don't know. That's which true. Way Hunter swings. I don't know. I don't care. Well, they they went to the <laughs> what the spells? City. You've been on Hunter Scangarella fucking watch. Uh, you know what? Entire, I mean, you're I like it. it. I like it when she appears, not when she's. Mentioned. What, what I want to oh, know is, fuck. you're a purist. What, what, <laughs> yeah. You're going into the fucking city on Christmas Eve. What? Yeah. What? Wait, is it Christmas? Is it actually I mean, Christmas Eve? I don't think it's actually Christmas Eve. I thought it was, cause then, oh no, cause then I guess we see, cause it, cause we cause see we Tony see, and the guys at Vesuvio. Isn't that on Christmas like Eve? After, doing, oh, like doing. Oh, that's what, right, that's right, that's right. So maybe it's like Christmas Eve. Cause, Eve. cause the reason they had this scene, I think, was to plant that Jack. She's like, oh, Carmela's like, where's Jackie? And Jackie's like, oh, I had to. Or Mel's like, Jackie had to go visit a friend, friend. in the hospital because he had appendicitis, right, 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 right. which we lay, like after this learn is not true because mm-hmm. that cut to Tony meeting the guys at Vesuvio. First of all, he bought fuck. He's like, you want to see 50 grand? He bought a 50 grand fucking necklace for Carmela. Fuck. Insane. Yo, yeah, fuck rich like, people. Man. Hey, that's on my list. <laughs> that's, on, that's why you're so stressed, man. Yeah, I know. I'm like, <laughs> don't have that money, but I have to buy it. Cause I watched this episode. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, spells is, spells is like, uh, so like how much money are we getting from bet online because uh I, <laughs> can i can i tap into that bet online money i have to buy a fifty thousand dollar necklace uh that'd be a great promo for them that's bet, true bet, bet to win a 50 grand necklace that's true. um but no so tony basically tony they don't get kicked out but charmaine fucking tells tony to leave essentially right uh and tony basically flees i think he's a little bit ashamed I think this is one yeah. of the times where we see like I mean, he's angry, but I think I think he's also like he doesn't get called out often for being like you know crooked in regular society, and and I think this really gets under his skin. Right. Although we never really see it play out between uh, she and him in subsequent episodes, True. but but it's and it's um, and it's also like somebody who's known him since high school or maybe even earlier, yep. and so yeah, you know that I think that really that hits hard. It hurts a little yeah. more. Yeah. Um, but still wants to go check out some uh, strip club competition mm-hmm. uh, in another place. So we, so this is where they encounter Jackie Jr. getting a little lap dance. Um, and Tony fucking full-on fights this kid in the bathroom. <laughs> I don't know what it was, Bottom but this down. watch for me, I, it, se- it seemed like a little extreme of, an, of a reaction to me. I always, like In the past, I was always like, oh yeah, he, he should kick his ass. He's getting a lap dance when he's dating his daughter. Right. But, also, but then I'm like, 
It's a lap dance. I mean, fi- like finding that. the gun is like one thing. I mean, that's like yeah, that yeah. You would yep. you would think that's what would have put him over the top. I mean, and then he, right. I mean, he does like knee him very like like very hard, <laughs> very very hard. <laughs> I always feel that. Um, but you know, uh, I think he had a, a, an idea in his head of what Jackie Jr. was going to become. And he right. clearly hasn't become that. He's just one of another fucking Goomba in the crew. Right. And yeah, and, that, that, and he's yeah. dating fucking Meadow. You know? Well, th- think think about this. This is from the Soprano sessions. And they sort of they they I don't know that I necessarily buy this, but they were saying that this is sort of like uh you know, the ghost Tony's the ghost of Christmas future for Jackie Jr. And he's beaten the fuck out of Jackie Jr. Because he he sees himself in Jackie Jr. Right. He was the guy getting lap dances when he was dating Carmela, probably. Right. Of course. Uh, and we also know that the scene just before this, his ego was bruised and he felt insecure about being a mob guy out in like normal society. Yep. So maybe he's taking it a little bit out on on Jackie Jr. here, his his own self-loathing, which I never really thought about. That's but. true. That's true. Um, then uh, finally we get to the day of the Christmas party at Satriali's Bacala can't fit in the in the Santa outfit um, and Tony realizes that or he thinks he realizes that Puss was wearing a wire in the actual suit right. and we get the flashback to Puss coming in drunk yep. which uh, he just plays so fucking so well great. when he throws the shit through the jukebox yep. um, and he can't and they point out that he came already dressed as yep. Santa, yeah, which was yep, he's like a met director, right? Suspicious, <laughs> yeah. He's like, I also get a little glimpse, <laughs> just Ow. like Al, our friend. Um, Jimmy Altieri shows up, the guy who uh caught the bullet for Puss at the end of season one, yep. Which I mean, he definitely was also a rat, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 So that, that was cool that the guy him back in. Mm-hmm. Um, the rats are coming back in this episode. The rats, the rats yes, are, are back. Here. Uh, <laughs> then we get a we get a little glimpse of Bobby Bacala's Santa not doing too well. He actually provokes a child into telling him "fuck you, Santa." <laughs> One of the classic Sopranos moments. Kid, oh, yeah. telling him "fuck you, Santa." It's great. A little shit. That kid, that kid definitely grew up to be like another Bevilacqua or Jackie Jr. Like <laughs> yeah. that guy, that kid's getting hey, side note. Shot. Um, uh, my friend Justin, who was a guest of ours in uh season one, mm-hmm. uh, Justin Mork, Justin Mork, his mother, uh, that kid's mother in, in real life is Justin's manager. Oh, no, shit. yeah, yeah. So he wow. like actually wow. knows that kid now. He's like in his twenties, and... <laughs> and he's a dirtbag. Yeah, he totally come back. Still hates Santa. Still fucking hates Santa. <laughs> <laughs> hate Santa. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, and and then we get like the scene with the guys, sort of like you know talking about puss in sort of an endearing way, uh, which is nice, but also hypocritical. You fucking murdered the guy in cold blood, uh, and Polly. You know, I, I love that that. Uh, that Tony brings up that Paulie went to the went to the psychic. He's like, oh, since you don't dwell on it, right? Why'd you go to that psychic? He's like, oh, that was that was a paranormal event. <laughs> okay, <laughs> yeah. right, right, okay. Totally. In different. the end, fuck Santa Claus. <laughs> but uh, then the final scene, we get Christmas morning at the Soprano house. 
Uh, the Soprano children have been lavished with with gifts. It seems AJ got the scooter. AJ, he got the AJ scooter. got the scooter. What a load off Tony's shoulders. Yeah. He's got to fucking beat up a Russian man and make sure the news picks it up. Uh, <laughs> and then he's got to go pick up a scooter. Yeah. But um, uh, Jackie Jr. shows up, uh, which is pretty ballsy because. I would not show up unannounced to the house of the man who just kicked the ever-loving shit out of me. <laughs> right. Much less on Christmas morning. But he does. But he br- thinks he's got some. He does bring over presents from Rosalie, so he might have had. It's an excuse, yeah. He had a reason. Right. Yeah, he's got a. Yeah, but that's she, true. But, 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 but Car- Carmel is a little upset that he did interrupt. Yes. She, like, oh, is clearly, she? I didn't catch. Yeah, she She's clearly doesn't want like, him there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It is Christmas morning. Right. But I'm, okay. But she's not going to. She's not going to, like, throw him out. Right. She's not right. going to say well, no, but he, she did, definitely didn't like it. Yep. Yeah. I, and I think, <clears throat> I think Jackie Jr. probably knows that a little bit, but he wanted to put on this little performance in front of Tony with, with the little locket that says, you know, I will always be true kind of thing. For sure. Yeah. That's, that's him signaling to Tony. And then he has the conversation with him, but Tony's, Tony's not really giving it in. She's like, I'm going to be frank. I don't, I haven't decided what to do with you yet. You bullshit. I always me. forget that this, what? You bullshit me. Yep. Me. I always forget that this this is like so late in the season. For some reason, I always think it's like mid or early season three when I think about it. But it's actually, I mean, oh, his da- Jackie Jr. dies in like his downfall three is so fast. Episodes. It's so quick. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then of course uh, Meadow giving Tony uh, the big mouth Billy Bass, which I Great fucking touch. love. Great Just touch. such a weird like little uh, niche piece of pop culture from 20 years ago that, i, I, I <laughs> like, sent a screenshot of it to my dad today because he still has it in his office from back <laughs> from back then oh wow we we, wow. we 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 got it for him for i don't know maybe it was for hanukkah or some or or you know or his birthday or something <laughs> Wait, after seeing this episode no 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 we, it was just, dude it was like it was like huge that fucking it was, thing was like you everywhere can- you could like walk into CVS and just buy one, like oh, no problem, right? It was Fuck, every man. And those those guys fucking went to the like, they cashed out on Big Mouth Billy Bass, dude. God damn it. Well, and then there was like, it, it, there was a whole explosion of like different versions of that fucking thing. You know? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. There's like a knockoff version yeah. and shit. Like that's probably not the original or whatever. Right, right. But uh, I love that the the recurring <laughs> joke that like every character is just like so delighted by yeah. it. Like AJ here is like, ooh, those are good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Forty. Forty-five ninety-nine on uh, Amazon right now. Oh shit! There's only four left in stock. Yo, I should tell my dad because he's on an eBay kick. He's like been selling all kinds of shit. Dude, I should tell him. Take the there's the other ones the 45. That, that are more expensive. I don't know. Oh my god! Yeah, that the, is this uh, is the original. Look is... up the most expensive spells. I want to see the, the most, most expensive. expensive one is one hundred and forty dollars because it's the original. Oh, it looks fuck. like the and it looks like the one in the show. Um, like the 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 board that is on it is a lot nicer than like the forty dollar one. Right, right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I mean, it's it's such a good touch. It was such a weird, like, what a stupid phenomenon that was. Only one <laughs> left of the hundred and forty dollar one may yeah. arrive after Christmas. Okay, I mean, all, right, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> they gotta dig it out of a closet somewhere, you know. Like, so in, put it on my list. It's gonna stress me out. Yeah, sure. yeah. But, uh, <laughs> But, but I'm yeah, just telling that's... our I'm telling our listeners that they want to get one. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> it's me. Know. It's from me. I, I'm selling it. <laughs> yeah. Spells is making 
big mouth Billy Bass's from scratch in his living room. Yeah, I gotta um, go. I, I gotta go blast the sand, uh, the uh, wood later. Spells does have a beanie on. Uh, he kind of looks like an elf. So, and he has the Christmas tree behind him right now. So. I'm telling oh, you, got the workshop. You, you He's got the workshop. <laughs> I got so many fucking big mouth Billy Bass's to make tonight. Oh, football is back in full swing. You might not be at a game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. Bet Online is going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on every possible chance to win this season. From game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than anywhere else. You can get in on their season opening bonuses today and start off wagering on wins, division, and championship futures all day, every day. Head to Bet Online today and take full advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. And don't forget to use promo code BLUEWIRE at betonline.ag. That's BLUEWIRE, all one word. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. All right. Shall we move on to fucking internet? Let's do it. Yeah, please, please. (laughs) Please do it. Okay, there's actually um, a lot of uh, a lot of questions about this episode. Some some really? are pretty straightforward, and some are whatever. But uh, apparently, a lot of people had uh, things weren't clear. So this one from uh, user rookie options trader, uh, rookie options trader. Has there ever been not an idiot handle on fucking internet? <laughs> Jesus Christ! There, yeah, it, there's no like John Smith. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's never like Brian's world. Or like you know, it's always like <laughs> that sounds weird. One that one sounds so weird. weird. Brian's world. <laughs> Fuck me. Did, no, like... did he stop working on your pilot called Brian's World? Okay, we're doing a podcast. It's always you like it's always like Brian's World. Fuck Tanner, sixty three backspin, thirty seven. Oh, man, just your name and uh, and world afterwards is apparently <laughs> what makes the cut oh, for, for Fury. Yo, Keep it simple. Speaking, Make it your name world. Speaking of, folks, this is once we're done with Sopranos, this is this is going to be a Dave's World uh, podcast. So buckle <laughs> up, buckle up, buckle up. Uh, yeah. In, in 10 years when we're done with this. Um, so he says, rookie options trader says, uh, or she, the OJ Simpson scenes in To Save Us All from Satan's Power. What do you all think? Is there a deeper meaning in these scenes with the OJ clips and Big Puss? Or is it just a framing device to show the era when the conversations were happening? Very allegorical. I think it's two. I think it's two twofold. One, we've already established that these guys have issues with black people. So it's like, yeah. you know, they're already like, oh, this fucking guilty guy. Um, yeah. When they themselves are fucking criminals and murderers. Yeah. And, right. and yes, and yeah, it's to show us that it's fucking 1995. Yeah, I think. And I then think every, everyone was consumed by it. Absolutely. You know? It's true. Yeah. Well, that's why I, I think, yes, you're right, Dave, uh, on your first point. Uh, to a lesser extent, then it's just such a good way to quickly tell us where we are in time. Yes. Oh, yeah. Because everybody remembers, right? Oh, so, yeah. uh, moving on, we got user, the one with some pulp. Ooh, I like that. Well, that's good. Um, I like that. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, that flashback into Save Us All from Satan's Power. Uh, hey, does anyone know for sure what Tony calls pussy when he comes to meet Tony and Jackie in the restaurant in their 90s flashback? It sounds a lot like simply fat fuck. 
but I don't think simply is what he says. Do you guys know? It's in the scene where Jackie and, and Tony are in the diner. Yeah. And he's like, oh. Simply fat says, fuck. He says, he says, Effley fat fuck. Oh, Effley Bailey. A reference to Effley Bailey. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah, OJ. Uh, had, had to had to look that up on Get Yarn actually. Uh, <laughs> nice. But, uh, Yo, shout out to guys. Send that one to us. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, which is not a very clever pun on Effley Bailey's name, but no. <laughs> it if you just add fat fuck to anything. I mean, I guess that's a it's joke. Clever but... enough for puss, I would say. I, I'd say. <laughs> yeah. I'm surprised well, he knew Effley Bailey, or Tony says it. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I'm surprised he even knew him, but yeah. you know they're saturated with it. So yeah, they're saturated. saturated. Uh, this one from user Irwin the Panty Dropper. Don't like that as much. Nope. Uh, Polly into Save Us All from Satan's Power. Uh, always annoyed the hell out of me. When Tony and Syl are reminiscing on Puss, just fondly remembering a former legitimate close friend for a moment, even considering the circumstances of his, of his death, and Polly can't put down his hard front and bullshit attitude for one second and has to ruin the whole moment repeatedly, just annoyed the living shit out of me. Erwin the panty dropper, Paulie's gonna Polly. Yeah, mean, that's what we, he does. Yeah, we we discussed earlier in the episode that he might be. I think he might be putting up a front because I don't even think he. I don't think, even think he knows that he's putting up a front. I think it's just this. You know, he's he's barring himself from feeling any emotion towards this guy who he yeah. used as a, a traitor. And you brought you brought up uh, remember when like which is an episode that establishes how much how um, nostalgic Paulie is. So 100%, there's there's yeah, yeah. yeah there's there's no way that he's not not missing him, right? But you know he's he's not going to be caught uh, wasting a, a breath on on a rat, I guess you know because right. he's old school, right? Yeah. Um, this one from American Graffiti, nineteen seventy three. Sit down flashback. Junior has a sit down with Jackie in which Gigi attends on Junior's behalf. Since it was obviously a flashback, I thought. Wouldn't it have made, made more sense to have Mikey be there? Uh, Mikey Palmisi. After Junior becomes boss, Mikey becomes his right hand. Obviously, Junior held Mikey in high regard. Gigi, who wasn't introduced till season two, is technically a soldier at that time. He held that position till season three, becoming capo. It's something I thought while watching the video earlier. Yeah. My guess um, is uh, they're like, uh, John Stone is in the ring of trust right now, and we're just going to have him come and fucking do the scene and not bring back uh mikey palmese yes uh but also I, like but also like you know uh Gigi's probably someone they actually have respect for whereas they no one not even where when mikey palmese was like junior's right hand man people didn't have respect for him right i i think maybe they did try because they got um and if you're going to be at a sit down you know you don't want like him there yeah. At that True. time, at that time, later yeah. you had to. Yeah, you don't want there, the guy yeah. with fuck face itis uh, to be there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, I think they. I I actually think they might have tried to get Al Sapienza, who plays Mikey, in, uh, and maybe he just had a, like scheduling conflict or something. And, right. And they yeah, already had um, Gigi, who, by the way, we did this in a previous episode. It's not. It's not John Sestone. It's oh, Gigi oh, Sestone. Gigi Sestone and, and John, John Fiore. Fiore. That's right. Yeah. Apologies uh, to John but, Fiore. <laughs> But he's already on the payroll for the for the season as like a recurring whatever. So they, I'm sure they just brought him in. For I, that. Yeah, I think casting wise, just easier to bring to to have him. Yeah. Um, this one from user overpass sixty nine. Why can't Tony tell Melfi about his mafia activities? 
on my umpteenth rewatch, currently watching To Save Us All from Satan's Power, the scene where Tony is discussing his most recent panic attack with Dr. Melfi. He says he can't get into specifics about it because it's about puss. This seems to be a common theme during Tony's therapy session where he either can't say what's on his mind or deliberately withholds information. The question is why? Unless you're telling a therapist about a violent crime you are planning to commit, they can't go to the cops. Is Tony fearful that Melfi may see who he truly is? Thanks for any input. That was nice. We never, you never get a thank you at the end. That's true. But uh, I what mean, do you guys think? Uh, yeah. And he can't say. I, well, she, you can, you can, she, she, said, she says like when they first start meeting that if, if there's going to be a future, like, uh, like if, if someone is harmed, mm-hmm. she would have to alert the authorities. But, yeah, I would say but, killing someone is harming them. But well, this person clarifies like unless it's someone like who's going to be harmed in the future, why couldn't he? But like he he's also yeah. Why would he take that risk of like even flirting with telling her? I mean, but but the future thing is like dumb, right? I mean, like it it, it can't it can't just apply, but it can't just apply to that. Like if he's like I killed this guy and like 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 she had that information she would probably have to say it right yeah i, I mean i i'm not 100 percent clear on on if it applies to retroactive like actions on the patient's right. behalf, but why would but you like, even take the risk well of course exactly. yeah no exactly. you wouldn't yeah yeah but he he flirts but he comes pretty close to just flat out telling her right? i mean yeah yeah yeah, yeah so, pretty much yeah. so i mean I, that's probably like a little dance tony does in his head like it probably he probably doesn't want to admit to any crimes of course of course yeah yeah. right but he's also trying to get the most out of therapy he he can so right and he also we know that he sees therapy as uh as uh something that sharpens his his skills as a businessman as a uh mafioso oh spoiler alert dude (laughs) fuck (laughs) fuck you um anyway this one from user leading lock Confusion. Title of the post is just confusion. There are a couple of things in To Save Us All from Satan's Power that confused me. In a flashback, when Sal is meeting with Tony and Jackie Sr. about a sit-down with Junior, Sal looks wistfully out over the water and said, I always wanted a house on the ocean, maybe in another life. But in a later episode, Angie mentions how her kid won't care about her divorce as long as he doesn't lose his privileges to the house down the shore. When the crew is getting the Christmas stuff out and they find the suit, Chris, I think, makes some comment about this being the first year he will not have seen Sal playing Santa. But hasn't it been a few years since Pussy went into the program? What do they do in the interim? Um, well, first the of second all, question, I mean, it's not, it's only been a yeah, year. This is the first year. Christmas. And also, you could have a, a house down, by, down at the shore and not, and not be on the water. I think that's what yeah. he's inferring, yeah. like that he... Right. He always right. wished he had like uh, waterfront property, but also this is this is ninety five. He could have he could have bought, right. bought it bought it subsequently. He could have bought it with all that age. It's true. <laughs> we know that he uh, started pulling probably some decent money when he started peddling heroin. Yeah, you know, if you get a house on Long Beach Island, you know, oh shit, you're not gonna necessarily be on the ocean. There's a bay side, too. Yeah. My uh, my <laughs> wife's uh, one of my wife's best friends. Uh, actually grew up on lbi isn't that that's weird right i believe i talked to her about that him oh that is weird yeah it is weird and you know what's weirder i met someone this weekend this past weekend who grew up on lbi that is oh no that's weird yo who lives out near my parents yo (laughs) 
Uh, that's bizarre. Fuck. That's bizarre. <laughs> I did. Uh, I once did a uh, uh, a show for like in high school for people on Block Island who lived there year round, and it was very peculiar. Just like people who live on like Fuck. places like that that are like mostly like people's summer houses, but live there like year round. Very weird. Yeah. Very bizarre. I went to the restaurant chain Islands, and they had some <laughs> some weird folks there. Oh yeah, I've been there too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Joe and I were uh, uh, had a writing session yesterday, and Joe was using Islands as his uh, Zoom background. So just uh, connected, <laughs> really yeah. connecting the dots here. I can go there right now if we really want to, but you know, probably not. Last time I was at Islands uh, was our uh, chain crawl uh, for yeah. our listeners, uh, uh, and and we, Spellman uh, uh, slapped Dave. Spellman slapped me in the face. Uh, yeah, for our listeners, oh God, uh, we was... uh, we went to uh, as many uh, chain restaurants as we could in one day and uh, got real, real fun. We were proud of it. Nope. We had a good uh, time. But, uh, fantastic. Uh, I'm fantastic. not proud of it. I'm still recovering. Um, chain Crawl 2 coming up after the pandemic. Get that second but, uh, vaccine. <laughs> we'll do a live episode on the Chain Crawl. That's right. That's right. Um, Should. This one, final, final one from user Fat Kurt. Oh shit, uh, hell yeah. Now we're talking. Now we're t- that's love, see, that's an honest that's an honest handle yeah, right yeah, there. Yeah. Oh sorry, I'm sorry. Fat Kurt's world. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh shit. Uh, hell yeah. Even more honest. Oh yeah. <laughs> Damn. Great name. Great name. We're just uh, living in it. No doubt. What does Chrissy mean by this? Season three, episode 10 to save us all from Satan's power. Silvio, Chrissy, and Hesh are in the back room at Satriali's digging through the box with the Christmas ornaments and stuff. Hesh pulls out a single branch of a fake Christmas tree and says, there's a branch. I don't see the rest of the tree. To which Chrissy replies, fuck that philosophical shit. And Hesh gives him a look that kind of says, huh? I'm with Hesh. What the hell did he mean by that? Yeah. I feel like it's some sort of malapropism. Like Chris thinks there's some sort of like philosophical saying, like forest for the trees or something. Right. You know, like it's just another one of these things where they get something wrong, right? Yeah, right. But it's a little less obvious. It's like kind of, I don't know. It's not exactly like a joke, joke, but I, I don't know, right? Because there's no like you guys are unaware of any nah. uh, idiom about branches nah. and olive branch, olive branch. Yeah. There's a branch. I don't see the rest of the tree. Uh, no, I don't know. It doesn't work. Yeah, I'm not sure. I, I uh I like most things. I assumed it was like a comment about him being Jewish, but uh, I, yeah. I yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Or maybe those hacks, Robin Green and Mitchell Burgess, didn't know yeah. what the fuck they were writing doesn't, about. Doesn't it feel like they wrote like every fucking episode this season? Like, <laughs> they wrote, <laughs> they wrote a, a lot, a lot of episodes. They they wrote some of the greatest greatest episodes. They um when they um, when they came on Talking Sopranos, they were they were great. I, I gotta, forget. I uh, forget which app uh, they came on, but they were they were. Driving. Yeah, Renzulli was taking a nap in the writers' room <laughs> this, this season. Now Renzulli was cut after season two. R.I.P. R.I.P. All right, Renzulli. Yeah, I think man, I think, think we know who cut him. I think we know who killed him. <laughs> Robin uh, and Mitch. Robin and yeah. Mitch. They said bye bye. That's all I got for <laughs> fucking internet, guys. Hey, that's all I got for this episode. Ren- Renzulli was like. Uh, Maybe I'll write on a season three. Maybe another life. <laughs> Maybe I'll make it a season Maybe three. Another life. <laughs> Maybe another life. And they're like, oh, that's good. We're gonna steal Ooh, that. We're from gonna me. steal that, Renzuli. Uh, and you're <laughs> also you're fired. Uh, <laughs> all right, folks. Christmas after he was fired, Renzuli's kid uh, got him a big mouth Billy Bass right. for Christmas. <laughs> hey, that's what you did to cheer everybody up back then. Uh, it was it was 2001, uh, early 2001. 
he got a, he got somebody a big and then 9-11 hit and killed the whole big mouth billy bass industry Just completely destroyed the industry okay. and uh now they're collector's items uh joe uh, what are they going for right now this minute <laughs> 140 dollars please bucks you i can get them off of his... uh, amazon prime uh, oh yeah just just go to my username, <laughs> Brian's World. <laughs> <laughs> Brian's World 69. Uh, as always, you can hit us up uh, at osopranospod at gmail.com. Give us your questions, concerns, things you like, things you don't like. Most importantly, give us a follow on Instagram and Twitter at osopranospod. We make the memes. We make the tweets. We do the jokes and jokes and stuff <laughs> and uh give us a five-star review uh, a couple people did this week and uh that shit helps give Holy. us a give us a five-star review uh and uh look as always you can be like I, i'm tired of these guys talking about billy big mouth bass uh, i'm tired of them yep. talking about food every episode like fucking fatzos mm-hmm. like shut the fuck up legitimate gripe fine Give, post the gripe and give us five stars because we, we don't give a fuck. We know, we yeah. know, we know the product is uh, fucking solid. So uh, we, yeah, yeah no we're not doubt. worried. We're give not worried. What you say? Uh, next week, no. next week, boys, we get a iconic episode. Uh, one of uh, many, the most. many, yeah. many people's uh, favorite uh, episode, Pine Barrens, and we'll have uh, an old friend of me and Paul's on. Uh, so. Uh, we look forward to that. And uh, hey, it's the holiday season, baby. Get your fucking checklist done. Don't wait <laughs> till the last second like fucking time. Okay? Transfer your cannolis now. Transfer those cannolis. Come on. I'm gonna If you're still listening, I'm very impressed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna transfer some cannolis into my mouth at some point. Uh, until next week. Oh, oh. oh. Welcome to BreezeLine, where next-level internet speeds means next-level productivity. Whether it's back to school, back to work, or back to reality, don't let slow internet slow you down. Instead, choose BreezeLine and go boss mode with next-level internet and faster speeds backed by a fiber-powered network, so you can level up your day and champion every quest. Now that's BreezeLine. Terms and conditions apply. Go to BreezeLine.com to learn more.